Dr. Shaw, I want to come on and share your heart with us this morning. Welcome this amazing man of God this morning. Yeah, Pastor, thank you. Yeah. Uh, praise the Lord, church. It's joy to be here, be here in Solid Rock Faith Center and my own family here. And I'm really happy to be here. And it's overjoyed my heart that after the 10 years, I came back and uh, I have my wife and my two daughters with me here. When last time I came, I came alone. And it was came in a very fast track, actually. I wanted to see my the spiritual dead here, Wayne and Sally Snow, the who brought me to the Lord. So I came to see them. And God given me one more time opportunity to came, come here so far and to visit them once again. So we serve the God who are so mighty and who are so amazing. The God you serve, the Jesus. We also serve the Jesus. Before I go ahead a little bit, I really want to just uh, start very funny. The Wayne was asking me yesterday, Ki, what was the harsh and worse are you asking? What was the funny thing you've seen in America? Because they came first time and everything, it just was fascinating to us. The world where we live and the world you live here, it was little have a difference actually. It's have a 12 hours timing difference. Right now here is the morning and they are sleeping now. So it's just opposite side. But when they are, uh, Wayne asked something to just to ask funny, what was the funny thing? And I was just thinking, and they are also telling something and other thing. But when we, I want to say the funny thing, what we seen first, when we land up to the airport in Newark, after the long flight, and uh, we, it was a quite long flight, you have a 15 hours almost flight, and it's a so big jet lag, and so straight away when we land up there, I went to the facility to use it. And we went in the facility and it's, it's a neat and clean toilets that you have in America. It was just too fascinating to see the things. So I went there and used there. And when I stand up, it just shook, you know. I just passed away. I said, man, what is that actually? <laughs> Honestly, I don't touch anything. I didn't touch anything. I just said it. He and I stood up on a zoo, a big noise. I just thought, God. I mean, I, I just, my, I just carefully not to touch anything. I walked out fast with the toilet, actually. I say, Hallelujah, I got out. Now I. <laughs> now, what wondering I I stand out, I'm waiting for two my three girls now. I say, Does they will come out? <laughs> they had the same thing. I know that they see it also, and it was a juke. And them, they're coming with the big guys, actually. <laughs> I gather them. I say, let's walk together. Before, <laughs> and walk in the center. Before we all get ruptured, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it's a beautiful land. God, how it's made so beautifully here. And I thank God for America. If I can thank something to God, I thank for America, actually. I say to people, if let the America will prosper. If America prosper, I believe that the world will prosper. It's, it's my experience of last 20 years. If America prosper, the world will be prosper. 
today's the days where we live today is the morality is so low the things are so low the people keeps very low moral standard while they have world have the hatred towards to the america or towards to the other nations you can see but in my heart i seen throughout my journey as i got saved as i met the vein and i went the lord i know these years if america get prosper if people will love the america and follow the the god what america the follow the jesus the god of israel i believe the whole world will be saved and have no hatred in them i'm very sure about that what i'm speaking i'm speaking that i know actually i'm not speaking just out of in the air is was my 20 years experience when i met the people when i lived them i shared the bread with them and i hear from them they they just you know there are people who america who love the world actually the america the country who sent throughout the nations this missionaries throughout the world there was no one who really loved the god actually so when i see the america i keep very high standard in my heart actually that i want to say in the beginning and this was the funny i will just want to read some scripture and then we'll follow with the rest of the thing i really like to read from the uh, this psalms 139 that always god bring me in my heart from 139 14 i say like i praise you for i am fearfully and wonderfully made wonderful are your works my soul knows it very well my frame was not hidden from you when i was being made in secret intricately woven in the depths of the earth your eyes saw my unformed substance in your book were written every one of them the days that were formed for me what as yet there was none of them how precious to me are your thoughts o god how vast is the sum of them if i count them they are more than the sand i awake and i am still with you such a beautiful things i i love the lord and the god who created this heaven and earth he knows us before we even created in the womb of our mother i do not found such a god in what i grown up that who knows us even though our parents did not met each others what a beautiful and amazing god we have can you say amen loud amen i surprise you know i really surprise and still wondering of all my days i never know the god who took me out from the pit and today i'm standing with you people second time after the 10 years almost 18 years i know wayne and sally actually and i can't believe it that there's the god who knows and he had a plan even though we don't know he written every one of you in his book it's not that me only is there you all who are sitting in this row this row and this and here all your days are written in his book even though you do not born in the your womb of your mother what amazing god how he created us and what a beautifully he created us
and he knows us what we will do how we will we'll do but as we grow up we have a choice to make it to follow him or not to follow because he given us a choice of freedom to us we have our own choice when we grow but he knows before we created he knows the plans everything so with this i continue as as i want to uh, want to share the little bit testimony where i came from i born and brought up in a hindu family in india the place was in it's it's have the everybody seen the india's map this is a have the india here and the place is rajasthan it is a land is totally desert land it's a temperature recently if you we checked out is a more than 130 and plus the thermometer doesn't show the temperature if you go your home and check your thermometer it's just show 120 maximum and we had a temperature 130 and plus all the this what do you say candles are melted in the house this is the land where we have the state where we live uh, with the people actually and the god called us this is the exactly place where we exactly live this called the city called pink city jaipur this rajasthan is in indian map it is the northwest area so it's a more is the desert side in the country of the in indian map actually and go to the pakistan border from north and west west is all part is a dry and is very less rain just on the season it happens twice or thrice rains and then no more rain whole 10 months actually so it's quite all the time is a hot and winter slow down for us is a winter is 60 degree so for you is a pleasant weather for 60 and 70 and for us is a winter start in 60 and 70 when we see the compare with india and the us a little bit had a some graphic from net actually it says that in india we have a 1.4 billion people it is a, and us have just only 326 million people what i want to say that the population is so high actually and the land is almost four times less in compared to america so it's a more population and more density people live very near to each others and it's more crowded there actually here i just want to say i born and brought up in a hindu family where i used to i had a, my father and my mother and a younger sister i born in a very simple and a you see this kind of the house where i born this was sitting in my grandfather Uh, with one of my cousin actually it was a house was made with the cow dug you cannot think it about that how it will be when it rains the water will come in the house i used to live with my father mother and my elder brother and myself and younger sister we all five people have to be in a, a small house is but just like 10 by 12 feet of the room actually time of the rain it was just flood inside and the water gate connected why i shared the funny thing about the toilet in the childhood we don't had a toilet actually and neither we had a bathrooms 
when you got a and if you want to go to the bathroom in the night you just go on the way outside actually or you want to take a bath you just go take a bucket of water and just put on yourself it's not that you have to be just go in the shower and stay for 30 minute and water comes on you non stop in childhood we don't had that actually when i grow one up all the time we have to draw the water to home and bring it for the daily uses in this in in this you see here is a small pot you see that the this one it was just bring the water and you fill it this pot actually and then you use for whole family will use for the whole day and again after few days you will bring again from some mile actually and fill it so if anybody the female or anybody want to go toilet out it will be difficult for them they have to go in out there was no other option because those these houses have no toilet and bathroom there was no supply any kind of the no electricity actually so i grow one of this kind of the childhood my grandfather had a camel cart we used to in rajasthan we have a camels and it because of the dry land you used to be camel so i had in childhood lot of we used to work with the camel cart to bring the stone and the some kind of the the hay for the animals to put in other people's houses and get money for that actually so in this picture this was my grandfather and this is myself here who is standing and this is my elder brother and my one of my uncle actually when i was growing in this in small childhood age my mother used to be sick all the time she had a problem of the bleeding actually and those days in the where we put it in this village slum i say it was different from the city slum they are the houses are scattered everywhere so we had a no doctor on those days in in my uh, area of where we lived in the village so my mother used to be sick all the time and uh, we had a no education in my house i was the first person who got educated before me there was no education all people are unliterate people till today they my father my mother grandfather or all my uncles they are not educated people so we they had no facility of to take the doctor or do something and my mother was all the time have to used to bleed and bleed and those days in a, this kind of the poverty when you lived they used to use only clothes actually old clothes they use today we have a napkins and all kind of the world we have that but in that kind of the poverty i really seen her suffering and i used to ask her what was the problem with you she was so much sick and they used to take her to the a hindu priest and the chanting all this kind of the magic thing doing and she got more worst and worst and they do all kind of the stuffs on her and the things that the devil in her actually that's why she was sick in cutting short that was in my heart it came my mother was to used to tell me that i have to take her to the doctor then it can be help it out and that is a city is far near about the 50 miles from where we lived so i all the time in childhood i used to console my mother that i am going to become a doctor actually here i want to bring a one notice thing if you have any big dream in your life it's small or big dream it because god he knows us even though before we create in a womb of our mother you just can dream out of your box and god will bring it to pass i'm standing here and testifying this it's not just i'm saying i'm testifying because today i am a doctor how god made it it is the on the way you will see but i was 
in this kind of the slum I born in and brought up in a Hindu family where the, my father used to worship some kind of the other stone. My grandfather used to worship sun actually. My mother all the time worshiped the God who give money actually because we are poor. And, and they, they worship to the cow every time and they have another, there are hundreds of God in the house. But God had a plan for my life and I pursued and the forward and then I used to say, Mother, I will become a doctor and I will help you. So I study. The school where we go, I did not went. The one of my neighbor put me in one school because he wanted to put his child in the school. And we are being a street child friends. So when we went to school, there was a school where we study. It was just under the tree. And the school fee was just a 10 cent. And 250 children, whole village, they have to sit under the tree. And who disappeared, teacher don't know because he speaks to these few people. When he speaks to these 50 or 60 people, students, then you don't see the other one. So children disappeared from the, under the tree and they went away. I was in this kind of the school and my fee was just only 10 cents. And many times I got scolded by the teacher to not paid on time by my father. They took me out. You go bring that 10 cents. Why? In those days, it was been a big money, 10 cent. I finished that school under the tree and went to the government school in my sixth standard. That time, I first time learned my alphabet A to Z, A, B, C, D, actually. I never learned, in those schools, we never taught the A, B, C, D over there. There was no English study, and neither teacher know or neither other people know, actually. Today, I really thank God my daughters can speak in this age. They can communicate with the people. But when we were there, there was no like that. In sixth grade, when you are already, I'm a 12 years old boy, I just first time learned the ABCD to get admission in sixth class. Finished in with that spirit and finished my 10th, and I had to choose the science subject. And that was not in the village where I lived. So I have to go 50 miles far and my mother want, don't want to send me because she don't want to lose me. She think I will, if I'll go out, I will lost somewhere else. So nobody helped me out to go and take an admission in that school. And I was really struggled to take my transfer certificate from where I study in my village and went to the other city 50 miles far and nobody accompanied with me to get help me out to get admission in that school. When today I understood that God's hand was being upon me. When I go and see the Psalms, the Bible says the God's hand was upon us. He was all the time with us, even though we don't see. So I pursued that, and when I went to that school, they did not took my admission, actually. In 11th class, we have to study the science subject to become a doctor. And they say, no, you, you come from village, who is your parents, who is with you? I say, nobody, they are uneducated people. I just came by birth and you take my admission. This was principal say, no, you are a little bit late, so we can't get you in. And we are very sorry. I went again and again to the school. They do not took my admission. I don't know what to do now. I every day went in the government, the bus and went to my village. Next morning, again, I wake up this 50 mile and went in the bus again, actually. For a student, it was just you have to pay some kind of the cents and you can go. You don't pay much money. They are some card. You make it a student card. They allow you to free to go in the government buses. So every morning I went, come back, sitting outside of the school. I'm not in class. My mother, when I come evening, mother asked, did you head to the school? I said, yes, mother, I had school. 
Actually, I was not in the class because I not got an admission. One day it was every day I was sit front of the school on that, and I wait for the students to come out and ask them what's going on inside. So they told some subjects were this were taught, that were taught, and it was going on. It days was passed very fast. There were two, three, four weeks passed, and I was still so behind that actually. So one day God spoken to me. Even I don't know the Lord actually, but I start. Chasing that principal of that school. <laughs> you will surprise to listen this, but it was like that. He is, he had a, some kind of the Indian vehicle, that scooter. He get out from school and he goes. I seen him. How far he going? So I seen as much I can see. And next day I stood that next place and I start to see him where he going. So I traced his way almost near about uh, like seven or eight, ten miles. Like, I don't know exactly the distance, but it was so far outside of the city where his house. I tra- I wanted to trace his house. Nobody knows. He's a Muslim principal, and I every day I stood till I far I seen again. I went. I seen again far. No, it's by faith. I just. Eliza did not see. He said the rain is coming. You know, nobody hearing the sound. When he said the rain is coming, the favor of God is coming, we don't see in our life. When the favor of God is coming, it's coming. That is, might we come today and just now? Might we be waiting for long years? But it can happen next moment. We have to chase and we have to go move. Not have to stay still. I chased this principal, and I finally, after the few days, I reached to his door. You believe or not, I just went and knocked his door in the morning. Bible say, you knock and it will open. <laughs> yeah, it say you knock and it will open. I was standing, and I know he just seen me in a furious eye. What? How you came here? Who told my address to you? He just, you know, you got uh, fired on me. You, how dare to you? Like in English, you translate. You say, how dare to you come to my door? I just stand very, like, no stumbling. Like just, you say, you just go get lost from here. I say, no, sir. You help me out to get in the school. You take my admission because you are the principal who can sign. And I can be in the class. Last few days, almost month went. I was standing outside of the school. Every day I come on the time, and I go back to my village again. I come, so he was just can't believe it to me. See, and standing from his door, I said, "Please, sir, you, you will take me in." You know, he fired, and finally I was not one to move from the front of the door. He said, "Just you come to office." I say, "Yes." Next day morning, I went to this directly to the school and in the office. He was called his other the the administrator and he was bubbling and mumbling. This boy was came to my house and standing on my door, and all the things and how he can do that and he just by forcing me to get his admission. I don't know what. Anyway, they say put him in. If you don't do well, we will throw him back. <laughs> so they told me if you don't do well, we'll throw you back. I said all right, sir. You just take me in. I glory to God. They took my admission. I studied for two years. I did not done well. I by grace marks I passed. Grace means I just pushed actually very hard. I try 
because I was been like not supported so much education. I tried every night. I studied, study, and I got a just passing marks till that. I made it. I not been a brilliant student who just you know done everything. No, it just by when I passed my twelfth class, I had a two marks of grace. It say by grace you passed. Today I understand what it mean that grace. You know, in life we cannot go ahead when God don't have a grace. We why we move ahead because God have His grace upon us, even we deserve or we don't deserve. He have grace for everyone of here, whoever sitting and hearing these words. He have a grace for each one of you. How we are, what we are, it not make sense to Him, because we are His children. and his grace is bible say his grace is sufficient for all it's more than so he got me in i start studying by grace i passed i couldn't click the exam in india i tried very hard that they have to take it tutors to study hard in india the competition is very hard when you get in a medical schools we only can get through the competitions you cannot got in the medical college to study so i i tried but i do not have a tuition facility and the money to study all those things and i was not a brilliant student that can make it i one time i tried i couldn't go through so i went in the college to study and i was little bit discouraged in my heart that i had a dream to become a doctor and i was not able to do it one day in class i was sitting one professor the chemistry he came to me he said throughout the one year i'm seeing you chap actually you are look like me a nice guy actually but you are all the time silent i went to him and uh, i told sir i really wanted to be a doctor actually i don't wanted to be in college here he said all right what you didn't tell me whole year i said sir you didn't ask me actually so i don't know that you can be do something so anyway he took me straight away to his home actually this college lecturer it's just because of god's favor on me it was god's favor so he took me home and talked and he said i can help you out and to you want to go to here you do not got a admission can you go to russia i say any place in the whole world i can go you can send if you can help me out i can go but i don't have money <laughs> he say you don't have money you will work and do the study i say all right so he helped out to get me through this applied my document and everything he helped out we find some money and i went to russia in short i went to tajikistan first i went to tashkent then i landed up to the tajikistan where the vein and sel was serving in i reached to in the 1995 where was the civil war is going on that city it was a very difficult place all the time the gun around the city the tankers on the city i told lord where you brought me here you know i all the time wondering how i came here it just you know the city was so tough city there actually is a muslim nations after that breaking and all the things so i went there i study i worked hard actually that time i tried to work earn money pay the college at its gone on 6 year study till the 5th year i able to do it anyhow with the struggles i done some business to buy some stuffs and sold it out something and make some business and do things but in the end uh, the fifth year i in the four year when i finish i just given up actually i say it's too much and i can every time i borrow money give somebody and take and do some so in the fifth year i whole year i couldn't pay the fees of my college actually and 
That time, in that same year, I went to learn the English. Now, the, there was a Kada Center from America. You know how I say that if America can bless, whole world can bless. Now I'm going to first time to the American center that called Kada Center, and I went to learn the English, the ABCD, and even though I passed my schools, I remember memorized some graphs and equations, and I passed my class, but I don't know how to speak, and I don't know much to writing and all the things. So I went to Kada Center to learn the English, where I met some few friends who know the Jesus. And they start sharing about that whenever we meet. I was going through all so struggles, so I shared with them. When they become my friend, I told them. My father got heart attack. I told him he cannot support me. He's sitting at home. And I'm like that. I worked throughout this year. I couldn't do my college. I'm tough. I do not pay my fees. They say, okay, we'll pray for you. First time I heard someone to listen, I pray for you. I say, it's good. What here I want to bring in your notice, you cannot do a big things. Be kind and pray for someone. Just pray for someone. Whoever come on the your way, just say small prayer. God loves you and we pray for you. And that's make whole change the world of people. Because the power in prayer, the whole our belief of Christianity is prayer. The prayer make the to move the mountains and it can make fall the Jericho wall when we pray. That's only can thing work in our life. So they prayed and I feel so, well, like, you know, something that's something I never heard actually. I say, I pray my God many times. I prayed nothing happened actually. They say, no, we pray to living God. Actually. And he hears our prayer. He do miracles. I start about hear these words and it was just amazed me. Whole year was when nothing happened. One day I told friends, it's nothing happened. My problem was still the same. I did not pay my college bill, actually, and they told me, now that you cannot go your six-year study, the final year, you have to clear this five-year, even the exam was given, I was passed, everything is done. My six-year is not allowed. There was a notice in the board that I will not go in the next year. I have to clear all my dues. I tried each my friends who were helped me out and worked out with me last four, five years, and it couldn't work out with anyone. Everybody say this is the last year we have to go back home and we have no money for this and their things, so it couldn't work out. So I told friends, you are praying and looking everything, but it couldn't help me out. I tried for everyone. One of friend told you just why not you pray yourself. You just go pray yourself. Jesus done this miracle, that miracle, and you go, and we are the sinner people. We have a sin in our life, and you do too have. I say, what is that? So I understood what it means. What I was a worldly way I lived, yes, I had a hundreds of sin in me. I say, fine. In that day, I went in the night, and because I don't have other way, I in my room in the midnight, and I was just kneel down before my bed. It never happened before. But it was in my heart, let's try this Jesus. The whole year they are saying me, why not to try this Jesus? It will not cost me anything. I'm just like, you know, wise thought actually. I kneel down, I was crying and it came that I was crying literally and I praying. I broke down that time. And I prayed to the Jesus. I say, God, if you are the, my friend saying, that you are a miracle doing God 
and you are the real living God. You are a Jesus who do the miracles and you saves the people. Forgive my sin as I understood that I have sin in me. Please forgive me. Just only do one thing that I required. You pay my bill of the college. <laughs> Can you do that? The God is like that. Yeah. My daughters come straight away and ask me straight away, Daddy, I want this one. You know, she don't make anything like, but sometimes he come and kiss me. So I understand. <laughs> what do you want, honey? So is. When I pray to God, actually, I kneel down, I say, God, if you, like, do for me, I will serve you. I made a commitment. Morning when I wake up, it was my spirit, my vacuum was filled in my heart, and I, I was the note, the same man was being yesterday. I open my window, and I see the world is so beautiful. Even the same eyes, I see in the things. From that morning was my spirit saying, it's okay with you, Saul, you no need to become a doctor. It's okay. If you don't become a doctor, it's fine. Might be you go work, you don't need to be worried about that things. It's absolutely fine. I say, okay. I feel like that, it's okay. One of my knock, my friend came to the door and he asking me, let's go to the college. I say, guys, I don't want to go college because my name is already there in the list. They will be take me out. He say, no, it was done. It was done. I say, how it was done? He said, last night we failed something. We went, morning we collected money in the night some, and morning we went and paid to the bill, college. Wow. Hallelujah. Yeah. Say loudly, Amen. Amen. Yeah. I say, what? Are you really saying that? He said, yes. I say, man, that was the simple prayer actually I done and now as I'm not excited to go to that college, actually. I say, let me find it out, this Jesus. <laughs> let me find out this Jesus. And I made my vision and mission is to know him and make him known. I rushed. I told those friends, hey, guys, it's done. He said, we know it. I said, how you know it? The God will do it. I reached to the international church. When I went to the vein, I shared a little bit. He just took me home, actually, when I met him in the church. First time I went to the church, there I asked what to do. He said, go to the church and meet the pastor and just... So there he took me and we had a good time and I learned about the Lord and he baptized me in 2002 there when I was in Russia, in Dushanbe. And come back home, it was the challenge start with my life. It was not the same. Now I miss the Lord. When I came to family, shared with my family, it was my dad was so tough to me. He said, no, you cannot be like that. We don't allow to you to hear. You can, like, I, we don't need this doctor at home. You can go. I said, no, dad, it's not like that. He said, no. With the land where we live is a very dry land, very antichrist spirit there. The, is a land of kings. A lot of bloodshed was done on earth on those side. People worship the idols. It's too much over there, actually. So it's been a difficult. But today, God restored everything. I, I was, wrote the exam in India, and I cleared in India. It was another struggle was being there. But the God had a people prepared before you to help it out. When I was out of my house, there was a one missionary, the friend of team and Eve. You will surprise, the world is so small. 
there was in Jaipur where we live today, there was a missionary. I, I rode the vein and they given me contact. I reached them. There was another big story, but they took me straight away to the home and they kept me in their house quite long. So I start serving the Lord there as I'm a doctor there. God given me mission because I was being in a such a condition. I, I feel that even I never heard in that land the God who loves us. So I thought, why not to share with my people? The cycle of poverty only can break through Jesus. There is no other God can break this cycle of poverty. The people who still worship an idol and they are still in poverty. It's because of, the Bible says that the, my people are perished lack of knowledge. So they still are in the chain of the poverty and the chain of the Satan's bondage actually. I got a burden for my land and for my people. I say, I will have to help him out and do this thing and serve my Jesus and tell them that God loves us. So I started this as a quick slide. I want to show that I started working with the slum children in there to how the slums look like. This is the street child. I picture got a quite long back in Delhi. They, all the children, the rag pickers, they pick the rugs from the street, sell out. They are homeless children. So almost 10 years I worked with them. Wayne was asked me, what the difference that you had 10 years before and now? <laughs> I said, Jesus was been same before and he was now also the same thing. So Jesus never changed. So I was still serving in the, those same slums, but the certain things we are continuing as we are serving them and reaching out. We started some uh, medical clinics where they can come and take a treatment with us in day to days uh, in their needs. So how look the slums? They are very unhygienically and it's have no water facility, nothing, electricity, and it's very dirty over there actually. This is one of the how we do the medical camps and outside the slums when we go and sit, just people come and we treat them. Mostly slums look like this. This is the idea not to show the poverty and the, like the, but it, the slums have, they like look like that. They are too much over dense. Million of peoples live in these slums. They have no water facility, no toilet facility, and it's difficult life over there. So in 2007, I registered the Save Kid Trust to help it out those people and to reach out this mission actually. Right now, what we do actually, we have the, this fixed medical clinic that we started in 2011 in Jaipur when we went after them doing 10 years service with the slum kids in Delhi. Then we went to Delhi, uh, Jaipur and we started one clinic after the name of our daughter actually and we start uh, helping out the poor people there. Right now, here is a more than 1,983 families registered with us. It means this, that they have more than 10,000 people that we serve in daily basis in the one clinic. In every evening, it's open. People come, they take treatments. We do pray for them. And before the pray, we serve them and too much that they belong to us. And then we will help them out. And when they ask why you do this, then we say the Lord Jesus loves you. It we know that we just went there and we shared the gospel. It doesn't work in those kind of the slums. 
people don't feel that God loves them because they have nothing. This is the inside of the Dr. Rinku. We have as a pediatrician. She is a pediatrician. She is the topmost doctor that God given me as a gift. She is a child specialist. Works in a medical college as an assistant professor right now. And she works with us and help us whenever we need her, her help. We have a gynecologist. Females most of the time show the female doctors. They don't show the male doctors. So we have a volunteer doctor with us as a, a gynecologist in our clinic. We do out meetings in the slums and share with the children about the education, why is it important to go for education. Education is the only thing that can break the poverty of cycle and God can help them. If they will be stay there, it will be never going to change. There will be no change in their life. So we run several of projects in the slums to give them a proper education and give them a health education so they can go to better schools and study. And that's how they'll be connected with the thousands of families in their slums. So here is the one of the project. Children are always, they are very excited. And I always see myself in them. I've been growing up there and in this kind of the environment I grown up. So I always found myself there, ki, yes, I was been there. And God done in my life, he can do in children's, your lives actually. I always say them, I came from you and I'm standing today as a doctor. The God done amazing thing in my life. So, so far he can do for you too. And he can do for you peoples too. Anything that you have in your life that's not done yet, ask God once again today. I challenge. There is a no one I made till today in my 20 years experience that say they regretted that they accepted Christ in their life. And God did not done for them. I do not made it. Might be you made it. I don't know. But if you have anything is not done yet, he is not finished yet. He is not finished. This is not end. You can try one more time. Anything is left, you can ask God. I had this dream, this vision in my heart. Can you help me one more time? I try. He is a God who gives a second chance in our life. Always he gives a chance to us. So the children, I always say, and the children really enjoy this here, that the God can help at ours. And so we have all the time street medical camps, and we serve the peoples, and people connect with us. They belong to us. And these two comes, we share with them, they connect with as a family, and we continue go on that. In the end, I want to show that this is the Cambodia mission once we went, and there was also the same kind of the need over in those countries. We got a many, many peoples, a volunteers to come and be with us. Recently, we got a Korean students, medical Christian medical college. They find it out about us, and they lend up to 125 students came to our slum to solve that, actually. One more thing here, I was just today blessed to have my friend here. They, they are in my slum, always being stand behind me to help me financially and with the prayer and always hold my hands. I met them in the 2009 in Delhi, and this name is Marty and the Donna and the children with them actually, Hannah and Amit. It was when I was about to give up, God sent the rescue to me. I was so much in the slum doing, and I was no help. I said one day I cried out, God, what's, how it going to work out? And suddenly sent the new people in my life that I never met them before actually. I met them one day, and it was become a friends. And this last ten years, this standing with me, and 
Today it was a surprise according to God's plan. They are here with me here sitting. I, I never invited them to be on this day. But it happened that they are here with us. They yesterday came, made the Wayne and Sally, and they are here, Marty and Donna. So I really thank them that God sent the special. Whenever we have a need, God sent the rescue to people to us. So in the end, I want to show a small a clip. There are a few clips, but I want to show the one clip that you will enjoy to see. ब्रेक के बाद आप सबका एक नई जिंदगी में बहुत-बहुत स्वागत है अब हम आपको सीदिन के कुछ खास कार्य दिखाना चाहते हैं जो हम सीदिन पार्टनर्स की मदद के द्वारा करते हैं सीदिन फाउंडेशन ने जयपुर की बस्ती में रहने वाले लोगों को मुस्कुराने की एक और वजह दी है आप सब जानते हैं कि जयपुर में हर्षा मेडिकल क्लिनिक में सीदिन ने कई लोगों की सहायता करी है उनका मुफ्त इलाज किया है और अब हमने जयपुर में एक और क्लिनिक की स्थापना भी करी है आइए देखते हैं किस तरीके से लोगों का जीवन बदल रहा है और इसके बारे में और जानकारी लेकर आई हैं हमारी प्रोड्यूसर रोले ग्रेस इन बच्चों की आवाज परमेश्वर की महिमा के लिए गूंज उठी सीबीएन की माननीय कार्यों के सबसे नई कड़ी के उद्घाटन के दौरान जो जयपुर के जगतपुरा बस्ती में हुआ सीबीएन का डॉक्टर श्रवण के साथ ये दूसरा क्लिनिक है डॉक्टर श्रवण पिछले दस सालों से जयपुर की विभिन्न बस्तियों में कार्य कर रहे हैं Even as I sit with Dr. Shravan today, I just really feel very proud of being here. You know, and I feel that this is something that the Lord has led us to do, which is uh, excellent in all its ways. I think that we have worked very uh, closely together on a on a vision, on a plan, and we see that this is the fruitation of that plan. Yes, I'm very agree because God put the vision in 2007, yes. and that time I thought it was not possible. The word of God says the things are not possible with the man; it's possible with the God. So there's a lot going to be happening today because we are inaugurating the clinic. So there's a lot to be spoken between Dr. Shavan and me. Or maybe we'll continue this conversation afterwards, and we'll go and do the inauguration yes, and other things in that. Let's go. Are yes. Okay. Thanks. यहाँ उपस्थित लोगों के सामने इस नए क्लिनिक को यहाँ के समुदाय की सेवा के लिए सौंपा गया. से बहुत फायदा है हमारे को बहुत खुशी हो रही है हमारे पास में हमारे मोहल्ले में आने एक तो सुविधा हुई अच्छी दवाया देते अच्छा काम करते हैं गरीब आदमी को अच्छा सहयोग मिल रहा है इनसे इस दौरान मौजूद बच्चों ने पेंटिंग का भी आनंद लिया क्या बना रहे हो चित्र फिर इसके बाद वृक्षारोपण भी किया गया इस क्लिनिक का उद्देश्य यहाँ के लोगों के बीच में इस तौर से जुड़ा हुआ है कि उन्होंने हमें अपने दिलों और अपने घरों में जगह दी डॉक्टर श्रवन एन आई सिटिंग वेरी क्लोज टू द मेडिकल क्लिनिक न्यू जीवन वृक्ष क्लिनिक फैमिलीज प्रॉब्लम 
or their sickness mm-hmm. how they are mm-hmm. so i can help them better way actually yeah. so i just was is, there are many few more videos the recorded by the christian broadcast network and they got in the ministry to help it out also in all these things i really want to once again uh, want to thank you all of you to listening me very carefully and watching me god is not yet finished he's still on work he's still on work for my my in life and right now we not done the one clinic we are having a three slums in a different different slums and i have a three clinics almost near about the 20000 peoples and day basis we are catering them and uh, provide the help of them actually and they all belong to us and we serve them in their needs in their accident their emergencies and they come to us when they need it so we pray for them and many families got saved as they get saved we connect them to the churches and that's how the work of lord is growing it was not like by me it was just been a help of i say it was not been ibwen and sally were not been it was the america is not been there i don't think so the i will be here today stand here so once again i thank you to all of you and a special thanks to the america that who really invested in my life and help it out to reach out my people who are lost to bring to the lord thank you so much for listening me so patiently god bless you all india we really respect and honor our pastor who are authority over the church and it is the covenant that god given us the church is a covenant that we have and god put it the pastor in our lives who look our look after us as the parents look after their own children so with the due respect and with honor uh, we want to the especially we do a put a soul over the soldiers just with the honor and with respect that's our, our tradition it's nothing have with religion it's a tradition to honor our the person who are head over us so i bring greetings from my church and we with all we want to respect pastor don and i want to give this soul as a gift from our india it is a made with the this is a pure cotton by hand with the spinning wheel the this this started by made by the our we say the father of nation we have a mahatma gandhi who been a revolutionary man when they they have to say british to quit from india so india had was been very poor and they had not a cloth so they start the spinning wheel and made the cloth by hand so that work was going on since today and it was made by hands and is a warm wool so we bringing our warm greetings with respect and honor to the pastor especially <laughs> in the middle of summer it's yeah. awesome yeah it's summer but it's not the summer it's warm actually and it's so soft to keep us but it shows our heart and respect to us to the pastor we want to say and that we love you and we respect you pastor and i love the solid rock faith center church because it have a lot investment in my life it belongs to me when i comes here after 10 year i came here it belong to me it's i feel something that it belongs to me something here the people here who are here and the pastor i don't want to let him go have something more to say <laughs> he just want to go actually but i want to thank you you have a wonderful pastor Amen. how the church is solid rock faith center it's a solid pastor yes. 
I went through the U.S. I'm the second time, but I went through the east to west. I'm coming. You got the solid one. And it's the great to have such a pastor. And it's a great honor from God to have such a grow under the covenant here in the church. I just, my humble request, stay near to the church. What I want to say always. Don't go. Whenever you go out of the cities, always inform the church people and the friends who are being in the family of God. It makes a very big sense actually. It's not just many people I heard they shifted cities to the went other cities and you don't know where they are. But I believe when we are in kingdom of God, we have to be connect each others. And that can bless each other's life when we connect with the authority under the God given as a covenant to us. So I with due respect and honor I respect the pastor. Before he want to go up and I don't want to hold want to hold him want to really want to thank you. What I speak in everything, I mean to glory to God. Not to bring to any glory to the man, actually. I bring all glory and honor to Jesus Christ. Amen. Nothing else. Amen. It's not the Shravan standing here or neither the Pastor Don standing. It's all glory to him because he who is the connected us to each other and to you all to be a one family in Christ and to reach out the lost world. It's not like that, it's simple. It's a family matters. Yeah. Can you say loud amen? amen? Yeah. Thank you very much for encouraging me. We flew from somewhere and I never know. I will take two minutes, Pastor, before I go. Because after this service, there will be no service. So uh, you will, people will be bear with me extra minutes if I take extra. So I really want to thank you to going extra miles. You have the pastor who can go extra miles. You know or you don't know, but I came after 10 years. I did not call him. I did not wrote him. But he came to pick me at airport with Pastor Sue. Did you know that? You don't know. He is the pastor that go extra miles. He came to Sacramento. I, I told Wayne, please don't make yourself difficult. I know how the difficult is health. You don't come and drive. I will manage. I'm the man who moved by faith. I can go anywhere, actually. I, I, I done that. My wife was a little bit scary. She's all the time with me when I move. I said, we'll go. Don't worry. I wrote, Wayne, please stay at home. We'll make it. He asked pastor, and the pastor, just before one week, I know that he will. I just, it's a great honor when pastor comes and picks me. I, I feel honored, actually. I do not have a word to explain. Not only that, he took me to the grocery store, international, and bought me the grocery. And let me tell you, it means something to us very much. We cooked Indian food and had these days. Not only my wife cooked Indian, the pastor Don got us home and he cooked the Indian food. <laughs> let you, I tell you the secret, he know to how to cook the Indian food. <laughs> and he cooked delicious. I had enough on Friday evening. It was too much. I said, Pastor, how you know that? He got some for recipe. He made it. My goodness. Such a delicious food. He made it Indian. So I believe something belongs me here. You know, I don't want to let him go. Something is belongs here. You know, that's how he's our God. Hallelujah. Not only that, I, my wife, I told... 
I told ten years back I came in a very short trip to see Wayne and Sally, my spiritual parents, and they took me to the Tahoe Lake, and we went in Tahoe, and I seen such a beauty of God's creation. My goodness, I see such a beauty. I went and told to Dr. Rinku, my wife, and she said, really is like that? I said, yes, it's such a beautiful place. I don't know how heaven looks, but that's a beautiful place that I seen. And I dip in that Tahoe, and I, in April month of that, when I came, it, my breath was low, so ice water. <gasps> but I did it with Wayne, and Wayne got me on the sand, and I just, so I explained, but I told in this trip, this time, honey, I will not take you. Because Van and Sally might be not drive too far. I told her, I can't, might, I told like that, I don't promise you to take because I know how they, they can try you. They don't drive this time, so I cannot drive you. You know who took us to the Tahoe Lake? <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah, man, you can go now. <laughs>